You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween from the movie <laughs> Graveyard. We are here. And of course, we're finally going to cover the... The, the extra, most bestest, most awesomest... Halloween movie ever. Yeah, the Little Caesar's <laughs> favorite Halloween movie. The quintessential Halloween movie, Halloween. Like, I feel like this movie is, like, the movie that started, like, movie set on Halloween. Yeah. Because, like, there's so many movies, like, over the years were set on Halloween, but it, I can't find any older than this one that were set on Halloween. That's funny. But anyway, yeah, we're going to cover it. Uh, we kind of, like, took, like, an off-the-beaten-path, whatever, you know, to getting to this movie. Originally, when this podcast started, it was an 80s podcast, ex- exclusively. So, we, of course, started with the one that started in the 80s, <laughs> Halloween 2. And then we just, for some reason, skipped over to Halloween 4. But, uh, yeah, we're going back, and, you know, hopefully we'll fill in the gaps over the years to include more Halloween movies. But, yeah, like, like we had to do this one. It's been 42 years now. Dang. 42 years. And they're still trying to redo it. Yeah, still, still redoing, still trying to take your money. But we always know that the original is the best. So I'm going to go ahead and get oh, it started here. I'm sure you guys have various versions, uh, you know, throughout the years uh, that start in different ways because different companies are putting this out, you know, all the way going back from Anchor Bay to now Lionsgate. We have the, the newest version of it, the 4K. So this is Lionsgate, and there's a Lionsgate logo. So we skip past that. So everybody, whatever version you have, go to uh, on the 4K. It's a 28-second mark, but it should be the very first thing you see on screen of any release. should be a title card that says a Compass International Pictures release, and it has a little CIP logo, which looks like a guy standing there with his hands on his hips. <laughs> but um, Anyway, we have a pause there. I'm going to say one, two, three, go. When you hear me say go, hit play on your remote. All right, everybody ready? One, two, three, go. All right, here we go. And again, like so true to the um, the holiday, whatever, is like even the title cards and everything is Halloween themed because it's orange and, and blank. Orange. Yep. And I love this footage of the, uh, the jack-o'-lantern. Yeah, like I kind of feel like we shouldn't talk over this. <laughs> It's so mysterious. But, like, it's funny, like, this part, because I always feel like, I I, I mean, I've seen this movie various times, but I always feel like something's gonna jump out at you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great, too, because it's like, uh, you know, if you look at uh, John Carpenter's, like, early movies, I'm like, I don't, I can't exactly remember how Dark Star begins, because he did, like, a studio film version, and then they padded out be the regular or whatever but his first like legit feature film that was always meant to be a feature film assault on precinct 13 just started out with credits over black so like that was like the old school way to like mm-hmm. pad your movie out the running time whatever you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like i kind of like like opening credits like this that like you know like they're cool to look at and like and obviously the halloween theme is pumping but I like, like, the idea that, like, you know, to kind of like how older classic movies had, like, the overture, like, the music played in the theater before the movie actually yeah. started. I kind of like, I mean, you could sit here and read the credits, but it's more the atmosphere of the jack lantern and the music. So it's, like, it's very cool to kind of start the movie as something that just is easing you into the theme. And, like, 
if you were like seeing this at the theater and the people walking in like for the first few minutes is not really ruining any part of the movie for you, you know, just. I mean, it's pretty creepy, honestly. Like, yeah. <laughs> especially because it just keeps zooming in and zooming, yeah. and then it just it goes dark. It goes dark, and yeah. it's just the flickering of the That's candle. That's what I'm saying. Like, you just yeah. keep expecting like something's gonna pop out. It's so classic, yeah. But yeah, I and then too, it's kind of a weird hypnotic thing because like I swear, like the visual of the pumpkin changes. It never does, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> but there's always that kind of weird illusion thing in my mind where I'm like, the pumpkin is changing. <laughs> yeah. And it's really not. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like the, what do you call it? The um the little pictures you used to look at at the mall in the yeah. 90s where it's like the longer you look at it, you start seeing shit. Yeah. yeah, it's basically that. So this is like the famous, um, I believe it was Touch of Evil, the Orson Welles film that he was paying homage here. With that movie starts with like an eight minute opening shot that's like one continuous shot and um you know it's like and again like you know when you watch this in modern days it's like it feels very like you know feels very traditional slasher movies because this is what all slasher movies like Jason always stalks people like this and whatever but like people would like I, I mean I'm not gonna say it had you know like it had never been done before but I mean it wasn't like the cliche that it is now you know what I mean it's just like like, back then, if you were watching this movie, like, when it first came out, like, you wouldn't even know that this is really a killer, like, you know, whatever, like, watching. And, of course, we always know that it's, it's the little boy, Michael. And, like, they actually do have a couple edits, like, hidden very cleverly in here. Like, um, when he slips the mask on and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And also when he turns some corners, like, you know... Because they did multiple takes, and they did it all the way through and everything, but, you know, in order to make it the best, they took little pieces from multiple ones. <laughs> I'm already getting quiet, because I'm just watching the movie. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of funny, too, because it's like, like, this house is, like, so tiny, and, like, like this is the flashback to 1963, but it really does feel like, you know, like, really, like, old times, like, this house is so basic. He pulls out the knife. I remember, too, like, one of the first things I, like, I made with, like, a video camera was just, like, an homage to this. And, like, I had, like, a... I can't remember which one it was. Maybe it was a Freddy Krueger mask. Like, I put the camera inside the mask so it looked like it was looking out the eye holes and stuff. Hey, by the way, why isn't... Why, like, why isn't the camera shaking, like, really badly? Because they actually used real equipment to make this movie. <laughs> it's real filmmaking, Marvel, not your hokey bullshit. Um... Yeah, I guess we should say this is, and I'm sure they've used it in this scene because it's perfect for it. But this is one of the first movies I think used the Panaglide. It's like a steady cam system where the guy wore a harness to hold the camera. And, mm. I mean, people would just like, you know, think your movie was like incoherent dog shit if you made a Jason Bourne style <laughs> shaky movie now. I mean, I, I love mean, back how then, this looks. Like, I, you can, yeah. you. I'm not even. I mean, I only brought it up because we're doing this commentary, but you know, like. I was totally in the movie right now. That's why I haven't yeah. said anything because I'm like watching it. I've watched this movie a good handful of times and every single time and I've watched it usually with you. It's yeah. like the first time I see it, right? Because yeah. I'm always reacting to things like, oh my gosh, what did they do? <laughs> yeah, see. He, and it was no different this time. <laughs> the little clown mask and then puts it on. That was like oh, a hidden yeah. cut right there. Yeah. But it, it's also, too, the hands are actually Deborah Hill, the producer. She put the little clown mm. costume on. I, I, I don't... I can't remember if they ever got married, but her and John Carpenter were a uh, 
a couple uh, at the time that they made this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, like, helped kind of, like, co-write it and everything. Here's, here's Michael Myers' sister, who, like, not much of an acting role, but, like, I, like I don't know if it's just because we were watching on 4K or what, but, like... Stabbing. Yeah, stabbing her. But, uh, they literally found the girl with the most ginormous breast that they could to do this scene. <laughs> Well, that was all they were going to show. Yeah. But that was a good effect, though, like, because, like, the camera focused on the hand going up and down with the knife. Yeah. And while they were doing that, like, I guess she was splattering the blood on herself. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you know, all that happened with a matter of, like, six seconds. And, like, you went from somebody being totally clean to, you know, being yeah. dead with blood. Like, yeah. it was really good. And I have to say, like, this is, like, the really part of the sequence that always hooked me in. Because, like, again, like, you have no clue who this person is mm-hmm. who's doing this killing. And then... They come and rip the mask off the little boy, Michael. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the kid always kind of reminded me of Jim Carrey, to be honest with you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he does. But the the way he just, like, he don't even know what happened. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? He's, like, in a trance. Like, it's yeah. like he went into shock or something. Yeah. And then the parents are just like, what the fuck? Yeah, the parents <laughs> are like, Michael, like, they should be asking, like, whose blood is on that knife? But obviously this is, like, a little bit of, like, a classic a story staging thing. shot. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, you oh know. Oh, my gosh. This, like, this, <laughs> this um scene here when they're driving up to the thing is, like, uh, well, I guess it's not going to happen yet, huh? No, they have, like, a minute before they go there or yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah, they're almost there. Um, I would say one of the scene coming up is probably classic in terms of everybody uses a visual now to be like to create a scary visual of hospital patient kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say too, when they um and who knew that this lady who just is the nurse and like in this movie she's literally like just like the nurse in this one scene but then they brought her back for like so many of the sequels like mm-hmm. part two and h2o and all that mm-hmm. and i could be wrong but i thought i read something that she's coming back for one of the new ones too. really yeah wow but um this is a great atmosphere but like i always like that's the thing i always liked about halloween and like they kind of try to explain it away in the later sequels but when you watch those later sequels even though they're fun to watch like you know they're not really connected to the original story yeah that's the thing for me is that like i know those other movies exist and i've watched them and i like them because it has michael myers but to me this is pretty much a standalone i would say maybe part two kind of connects doesn't it like i mean it kind of goes more into the a little bit more into the story but yeah it you could tell it still is a little bit different yeah, like, part two is obviously, like, the closest one, because, like, the director sh- tried to shoot it in John Carpenter style, and John Carpenter, like, kind of wrote it, but, like, in a hurry, just because they wanted a sequel so bad. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, it just, because it introduces new plot elements that were there, never there in the first one, even then, it always feels like, to me, like, a little bit of betrayal. Yeah. And I, like, I, and even though it's a different actor, it's Dick Warlock in the sequel playing Michael Myers, like... And he does feel a little different. Like, he's still one of my, fa- like, favorite, like, slashers in part two. Like, the way he moves is, like, so... I mean, the way he moves in this movie is amazing, too, but... Mm-hmm. The, like, like... This I, right here. This is the show. Yeah. 
Like, just seeing, like, in the dark and the lights reflecting on the... And the rain, too. On the people just, like, milling around, like, being all creepy. <laughs> and, you, and you, yeah, like, and you just guys in a distance and gowns or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, you immediately know something's wrong because they're, they're in this terrible thunderstorm and they're yeah. all just wandering around outside. Yeah. But he, I, him, too. Like, this whole conversation here in the car. Yeah. The way he's talking He's so, like, calm and quiet and, like... But it's, like, such a scary situation they're about to go into, you know? And, like, this scene, too, feels so much, like, almost like an action scene. Like, there's so much energy coming out of the beginning where, you know... Oh, my God. Yeah, the way, like, Spider-Man climbs up the back (laughs) of the car. And then that, too, like, that's always a horror thing of, like, somebody... Something being on top of the car. Yeah. And then this grabbing... It's everything just so freaking classic about this movie. I can't even like explain. And like I love the thing of like she's not even really driving. She's just hitting the gas pedal, yeah. or like I guess maybe yeah. just letting her foot off the brake pedal, and then like the car's moving. And then this is a great shot to hear where he's like he just uses the palm of his hand to like smash the uh, the car window or whatever. It's like, bam. Yeah, it's like a, like even though you know it's coming, it's like still scary. There's Nick Castle. Yeah, this is, like, really the only time we pretty... I'm there, I think we get a flash of it later on, too, but the only time you really kind of get any visual of his face. Yeah. Well, there's, like, that part at the end where he gets stabbed in the eye and yeah. he takes the mask off. Yeah. Or she rips it off, kind of, and he puts it back on. Yeah. But even then, that, that was a different actor than, yeah. like, you know, whatever. And, like, I, like, I never kind of understood that, other than, like, they just didn't think it was a big deal, I guess. But, like... If they knew they were going to make sequels and shit, I don't think they would have ever done that scene where he showed his face. showed his face. Yeah, I gotta say too, one thing about that that the nurse character, she's fucking tough, man. Like yeah. she's not she's not like a you know little like oh I don't know this is scary kind of character. Yeah. You know, she's like really like oh she's fighting back. She's like got her cigarette smoking. I know. Cigarette. <laughs> like, she's like a tough. Broad. And then yeah, like even in, on that part at the end too, she's like oh I'm fine go. Like she's just like I can take care of myself. Like oh, yeah. that's pretty cool. <laughs> Maybe that's why she kept getting brought back because she's a strong character. <laughs> yeah, she like, she's really good and like like not so much this one because she has such a small part, but like she definitely fits. Like, she easily could have, like, fit in in, like, a solid Precinct 13 with, like, like, uh, John Carpenter always did these kind of, like, tough, because he was always a fan of, like, Howard Hawks movies and stuff. He always, like, kind of, like, the tough women, you know, the kind of brash women. Okay, so this is sometime from when that incident happened, right? The, uh, you mean when he was a little kid or whatever? Oh, that, okay, yeah, I'm... Yeah. I'm so into the movie, I'm not paying attention to the dates. <laughs> yeah, like, this is, like, 15 years later. Yeah. Um, From when it happened. Yeah. And it's kind of like... Uh, but the like, hospital stuff just happened. Yeah, the night before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess we just say, because you can kind of see it different here, is um, this is my first... This was, like, really... Probably was my first time ever really watching this movie in HD at all. Because mm. even though I've had, the, like, the Blu-ray for, like, a couple years... Like, I always watch, like, the older DVD. I always like watching the older DVD that included the extra television scenes. Mm. When, um... And you can track it down there, guys, if you want to. But there's a cool DVD from probably around 98, 2000-ish. Uh, and it's, like... They put it out in different packages. I have the one that has, like, the hologram kind of cover. But, uh... But when they did Halloween 2... 
it was like around that time they wanted to put a, the original Halloween on regular TV, but they couldn't because it, it, it like wasn't long enough. Like once you censored it up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like they shot like new like little tiny like story bits, like mostly like the time you know it, when he's growing up in the asylum. There's a couple new scenes with that. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's one where I think uh, Loomis is petitioning for him to like never get out and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, but he's your patient. You should have wanted him to get better." And he's like, "No, <laughs> like, because yeah. he knows like he'll do evil shit if he gets out." Mm-hmm. And there's like also a part later where like Lori takes a shower and stuff, which kind of explains why she changed her clothes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, Michael's already in the house, like even this early in the story. But um, yeah, here's where they set up the legend of the house. Like you know, like I assume it's just been sitting empty for like. You know, majority of the 15 years, if not the full 15 years. Yeah, that's what the dad says. Yeah, so I never, I never watched, like, even when we did our, like, rewatch of the series a couple years ago, I just, I was like, let's just watch the DVD version because I like the reduction scene. So this new, this and the previous Blu ray have, like, a new transfer and, like, where the coloring's a little bit different. Mm. And I have to say, like, like, the two main differences is these early daylight scenes, like, they're tinted more orangish mm. to look more, um, uh, fall, because they shot this in summer in Pasadena, mm. uh, California, and, uh, I do enjoy the, the more kind of warm coloring, because it looks more fallish, um, but later, also, too, the night scenes had a, a bluish tint to them to be, that's a, kind of the classic, like, you know, Hollywood trick, kind of bluish lights at night. And they're just kind of, like, flat, neutral white lights. Um, that change didn't bother me as much, because, like, it's it's noticeable, but you don't think about it that much. It doesn't really affect the story. Um, but both transfers, I think, were both supervised by the cinematographer, so it's not really a case of, like, what's right or what's wrong. It's just, you know what you prefer to look like or whatever but the rest of it i gotta say like i was really like impressed with the 4k transfer like it's it still looked like the same movie uh to me it didn't look like you know like they didn't fuck up a bunch of hdr bullshit mm-hmm. and change the colors and make it you know what i mean they didn't yeah. pull down that bullshit like it still looks like halloween you pretty much always know it just uh, looks a little more like actual film print. There's, like, one main scene I'll, I'll point out that looks different to me. Like, not in a bad way, just more, like, detailed that's coming later. But, yeah, so it's, like, this is the original story of the original Halloween. Is He's literally just fixated with her because he saw her walk up. And there's just something about her. Like, I guess he's, like, literally picking her out to be a victim. Well, because she went to the house. Yeah, because he saw her at the house. Yeah. And it's, like... I like that storyline, and I guess that's what the new movies follow as well. But yeah, that's the kind of bad thing about part two is they kind of forced in this cockamamie thing to explain (laughs) that she was his sister and stuff like that, his younger Mm. sister. Yeah. Which, you you know, it's like, it's possible, but, you know, we we never saw that in part one, so it's kind of like, mm. And like, they show her dad on this one, and there's never really any kind of like... Yeah. Um, introduction of any kind of weird drama or whatever. No, it's just literally the, the nurse character comes back in part two and explains the Loomis that they found out through adoption records. That, mm. But, it, but I, I mean, mean, I guess they don't need to mention it, but it's not like they ever really said in this one, like, oh, you yeah. know, we're so happy we adopted you or something like that just so she's adopted, yeah. you know? And if you, and if you figure out the timeline, because it's 15 years later and she's roughly about 17, she would have had to been two years old. So like, 
again, it, what she it wasn't there because that wasn't the original story. But I'm just saying, like, she would have had to been a baby in the car seat of the car when they pulled up to the house. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I always liked that scene where he falls on the pumpkin. And then this is great when the kid bumps into Michael Myers oh and the the, the soundtrack goes like. Bow! I know. <laughs> I was gonna say too, like, I think it's kind of funny the relationship with the little boy and uh, and and her because yeah. like. I mean, to my knowledge, like, I never really knew of a little kid that liked their babysitter in real life, but <laughs> yeah. it's, like, I like their relationship because it's so, like, you know, they're nice with each other, and, like, yeah. it's just, it's a, a breath of fresh air to see, like, a little kid who isn't, like, a little brat and a jerk. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, other than he has, like, comic books underneath the thing, which yeah. aren't really, like, it's not even like he's reading, like, creep show or anything. Yeah. <laughs> he's reading, yeah. like... It's super Marvel superheroes, superheroes. Yeah. but um, and that's a kind of an old timey too thing. Like back in the day, people thought that comic books were a bad influence on kids. Somehow, like yeah. I don't, I don't get it because they were made for kids. They weren't really like. Yeah. But yeah, it's like like he's stalking him too because like I guess he's seen him come up to the house too. Oh my god, he saw her. He saw the little kid with her. Yeah, when they went to the house. But he just literally just, like, stalks his prey because, like, he drives away. And this is interesting, too. Like, there's a scene when they're driving up to the mental hospital. Um, Loomis. I always thought that this is funny, too, that this... There's, like, a... Like, in the middle of a corner in, like, cornfields and shit, there's, like, a fucking... <laughs> a payphone. A payphone, yeah. But, you know... Hey, you never know. Maybe at that I mean, it could have been back then. Legit. There's all those phone lines right there. Yeah. But, uh... Because they show a shot of the rabbit in red lounge, like, of the, the matchbook. Like, he, he looks at it, and, like, they show it, and you're just kind of like, why would they show that, you know? Yeah. And then when he comes up here and he finds the mechanic's body, like, he probably would think it was Michael anyway. But then, like, the, uh, the uh, the what do you call it, the gown is there, like, his hospital clothes are there. Mm-hmm. And then also, like... The rabbit in red is supposed to, the matchbook is there, which is like, and the cigarettes are there, which is like, it's supposed to like hook you in to be like, like, you know, oh, for sure, you know, because that's the cigarettes in the matchbook. But like, was Michael Myers staying in this field like smoking or like, like, why did the matchbook, I mean, I guess the matchbook could have just fallen out of the car or whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And, but it's funny though, Loomis doesn't even, he doesn't even know that that guy's laying dead there. Yeah. He just thinks like something happened, whatever. I think this is the first scene for some reason that I felt the 4K-ness because, like, I don't know why, just the way these walls are textured, I felt mm-hmm. like it looked, like, more you can see clear, everything. yeah. I kind of noticed that when you were talking about it earlier when she was sitting in the classroom, you can see all the little gold flecks in her hair. Yeah. And then, I always wonder if this is intentional, but they don't, like, really ever play on it in a meaningful way. Um... Other than he kills her, but PJ Souls here is one of the friends. I always thought she kind of looked like the gr- the girl in the beginning who uh, mm. played Michael Myers' sister. <laughs> I like her character because like she has such like a childlike thing to her. Yeah, 
but she's like it's like fun childlike. It's not like obnoxious blonde annoying chick in the movie or whatever. Yeah, she's kind of like the like yeah. She I know what you mean, but at the same time she's like the worst one because she's constantly drinking and smoking and shit. Yeah, but she's just having fun. The yeah. one in the middle, like oh my gosh, I can't wait till he kills her. Really? Because she was always oh, my favorite one. I yeah. could not stand her. Like I just want her to die. Like that. That's like. Really, I mean, I think what people watch these movies for is to see annoying people die. But, yeah. like, oh my gosh. Like, she's just, everything she says has got to be some smart-ass remark about everything. She insults her friends. She insults uh, Michael Myers. She insults yeah. <laughs> she insults her boyfriend. Every line, basically, that she says is just some smart-ass shit. I'm just like, oh my god, just kill her already. <laughs> I think it's funny, too, that, like, Michael Myers is creeping by doing about 15 miles an hour, and she yells at him, speed kills, jerk. I know. Like, he's going so slow. And then he's wearing a mask. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> well, I guess he kind of did speed away at the end, but yeah. Oh my god. And then when he hits the brakes, oh it's so god. awesome. I'd be like, fuck this shit. I'd start running. <laughs> I know. But I, but I, but I, oh, sorry, sorry. I just wanted to say before this scene goes, like to me, like you, when you see that, you think he's gonna back up, like immediately. Yeah. That's your reaction that like, you think, oh shit, he's gonna back up, and yeah. then he doesn't. So it's yeah. like to me, that part's where it's just like, oh shit, you know, like something worse is coming. Well, you know the the thing that kind of like runs through my mind when I watch this movie, and I and I wonder if it was like in a, a, just a concept or whatever. Because this movie did come out a couple years after Jaws did, but it he reminds me of the shark, how they always show like sharks <laughs> underwater like yeah. circling the prey and yeah. shit. I'm sure that's the point. Yeah. He's like trying to case his joint. <laughs> yeah. Well I think I think it's too it's like um another more modern movie that a lot of well, for a lot of different reasons people don't like it. But I really like uh, Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof. And I like how Stuntman Mike kind of does the same thing. Like, he just doesn't want to, like, kill. Like, he, he like, the with both sets of girls that he's trying to kill, like, really, like, he's constantly driving around watching them. Yeah. And I think Michael's, like, kind of that same way. Like, he kind of wants to, like, observe them. Like Because that's how a psycho works. Yeah. That's who, <laughs> when they want to, um, you know, learn. They, they got to know, like, the people, learn the people, yeah. and, like, what they do and stuff, see how they act and stuff, like. And it's it's funny too because like you know it wasn't like when he killed his sister it wasn't like he just hid in a closet all night and waited to come out and kill her yeah. like he was like actually watching them through the windows yeah. and stuff so like it kind of sets up the pattern even though like you know you're not thinking that way it kind of yeah. sets up the pattern like oh my god yeah it was like this oh, one where he just no. see I think that they. <laughs> The thing that is also like makes this creepy is like, he's doing it in like broad daylight. Yeah. So it's like it's just something you wouldn't expect, you know? Like the fact that something would be scary too during the day when you're outside yeah. and like there's houses around, you're with your friends, whatever. Like it just I don't know. There's like a lot of really creepy things in this movie that are more like heebie jeebie creepy than like scary horror, you know? Yeah. Well I mean also too And then it leads to the horror. <laughs> Well, like, also, too, the thing I like about the beginning of this movie is, like, I mean, we know there's always that little puff of smoke that goes by the camera. <laughs> Somebody was smoking next to the camera for some reason. But, like, the thing I like about this movie, the way it starts, like, all these scenes is, um, 
by the way, like if you if you look at the one shot where they're looking this way, you'll see leaves spread out, mm. like because they had no leaves, they only had like two or three bags of leaves, and they would <laughs> spread them out and then pick them back up. Oh my god! But you notice like this, like see how it's all leaf colored, but mm-hmm. then this this one this lawn, there's like no leaves at all. Mm-hmm. Like there's a couple in the front, but like on the lawn, there's like nothing. <laughs> but uh, anyway, like I like the beginning of this one because it's like, I mean, we know that they're that they're in danger. Because we know it's like Michael Myers and he's yeah. killing people and stuff. But like it's actually plausible that they're not freaking out because all the stuff Michael Myers is doing is like Halloween day type pranks. Yeah. Like you can eat Halloween. <laughs> yeah, and it's Halloween. And like you could easily think that's like some guy in their class that they know or whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what too like there's just I don't know. There's just a lot of like clever little things that because like you know how usually now when you work you watch a horror movie you're like why are they doing that why are they doing like because like the yeah. things that they do just seems like what like why would anybody Dumb. do that you know yeah so it's like in this one it's it because it's set on halloween in halloween time you can't really think that way because yeah. it's like oh because somebody could be doing that during this time you know <laughs> yeah and then here it is when they show Lori's house like the sidewalks are right there all watered down and Wet it down, and I think that actually helped to make it look more like fall and stuff. Mm. But yeah, like uh, the one girl's dad. Um, I always get the other girls' names mixed up. Well, wow, there is a lot of more 4K high definition. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing things in this yeah. movie I've never noticed before. I just noticed that. Yeah, like I've never, because I always wondered, like, like when did, because uh, like when you watch Trading Places, like couple years after, well, I guess they've probably been about five years after this, like, they present Jamie Lee Curtis to you as the bustiest woman of all time, <laughs> and, like, I never, like, thought of her that way in this movie at all, but then, mm-hmm. like, it, like, I think because they're trying to present the other girls as, like, more party girls, like, they had to cover her body yeah, up more. Yeah, they made her super frumpy. Yeah, but that was the first time I really saw what was going on. <laughs> but, uh, oh I, I love this shot, too, where he's, oh. he's in the, the clotheslines oh, and stuff. No. <laughs> And they always cut back, and, like, he's always gone. So, like, you almost, yeah. like, wonder if, like... This is the first time that she's actually scared. Yeah. So, you like, it's almost yeah. like, is she imagining it? But why would she imagine it, you know? Yeah. Like, it really is him. But, uh, yeah, but the... the um... And then the phone ringing. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, I always thought this was funny, too, because, like, she's freaked out. Because it's, like, you know, it's just heavy breathing. And, and like, she... said chewing. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, when you hear it on the thing, she's like, huh, huh. But it's like, it'd be funny, like, he dove into the bushes to, like, call the phone <laughs> I up know. if it was him. I mean, it's it's not him. It's her friend or whatever. He ran but, into the neighbor's yeah. house to make a phone call. <laughs> like, it makes no logical sense. Like, there's no way it could be him. But it's still creepy. Yeah, because you, yeah, you're scared. You, you don't it's think like that. keeping you in the creepy mode. <laughs> or it could be, like, Scream. There could be two Michael Myers you running around. You never know. You never know what's going on. <laughs> but, um... But yeah, like, uh, I, jumping back to the previous scene where they introduced that the one girl's dad is a cop, like, Charles yeah. Cyphers, I always loved his character in this. He was great, too. Yeah. In a smaller role in Assault on Precinct 13. And that, too, like, <clears throat> usually when you have a situation like this where there's a character who knows the situation and they're trying to tell somebody, okay. and then, like, usually the cops are like, well, no, no, this can't be happening and all that. Like, yeah. the guy is actually, like... Okay, yeah. whatever you say, I'll go along with you. Like, he kind of isn't sure, but he still, like, takes precautions the way a real cop would. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, he totally gets... Because they, they really don't even know until, like, the very end yeah. that that he's actually for yeah. real there. Yeah, I noticed When that. Loomis finds the car or whatever. Yeah. 
and like yeah he does get fed up with Loomis like throughout the night in terms of like his fucking Loomis crazy bullshit mm. but he never is like there's no way there's you're... but he still like comes back to check on him and stuff like yeah. he still does his cop duty you know yeah. like making sure that the guy's safe and all that this is a good iconic kind of classic thing where she sits down on the corner with mm-hmm. the pumpkin yeah like see she has different clothes on now so like if I'm remembering correctly, one of the extra shots was her like come out, kind of come out of the shower, and mm. just a little second there. One of the extra scenes they filmed later. It's so strange to me seeing kids trick or treating during the day. I know. <laughs> well, when I was a kid, trick or treating was always from six to eight, and and like I never really wanted to go out till about six thirty when it was getting dark. You guys had a time. Yeah. Ours was just whenever it was dark till whenever. <laughs> when I lived in the city, it would be like whenever, and it would go to like 11 o'clock at night, and we had tons of kids. But yeah, when we moved out to the boonies, and it was just a like there wasn't enough kids to really keep it going all night long. Like every now and then, you would get older kids, teenage kids would come around or like around 9 o'clock or whatever. I mean, this is such a... I wonder what the color of this car is, if it's just like the tinting of this version of the movie or what. But it's it's like a weird like tapioca, <laughs> yellow beige. Yeah, it's like not quite yellow, not quite whatever. So this always kind of weirded me out because like those houses across the street must like have been really low priced because it's yeah. like right across the street from a cemetery <laughs> and a really old creepy cemetery. Yeah, and it's like can, overgrown. Yeah, you can tell it's like one hundred percent real too. Like this, they didn't make this cemetery. Yeah. Um, like, even the graves. It must have been, like, one that, like, they probably weren't burying people in anymore or something like that. Cause yeah, it looks fairly small. It, There's a lot of space without tombs. Yeah, but it's really, like, kept up shoddy and shit. I like how the guy's trying to tell him, a, tell the doctor a story, and the guy, the doctor's just like, okay, so where is this? And he doesn't even want to hear the end of the story. <laughs> yeah. Like... Like, it kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat because he's telling the story of, like, oh, yeah, like, there's, you know, he's talking about, like, when Michael Myers killed his sister and there's always, like, you know, every town has a story and the next town over, some guy went and Mm. killed his family and shit after dinner. Like, you kind of want to hear that story. (laughs) But, yeah, here they see the the tombstone is gone. Well, he doesn't want to hear it because he's living it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of funny, too, because, like, I, like... I I always thought this part was weird because it's like she seems so like goody goody like the fact that she's like smoking weed and I mean yeah. she's having a hard time with it because you could tell she obviously doesn't really do it that much but it's just yeah. I don't know oh here comes a car like she's definitely <laughs> she like that's what I always liked about the three friends is like like Jamie Lee's like the purest one this mm-hmm. girl is like it's like she's like halfway slutty halfway whatever but then like the other one's like really free spirited so like there's like kind of like a spectrum of girls yeah like Jamie Lee's trying to fucking hold the joint with two hands like who does that (laughs) and then she's like always coughing and like like it's so nasty it's so gross (laughs) she's so funny which I mean I guess you wouldn't want to be caught or whatever but at the same time like they're a hot box in that car I know Jesus she looks like she's got her window cracked a little bit yeah yeah and then they pull up because they're going up the street and the but I always thought this was funny, too. Like, like she's like, oh, my dad. And, I know. And, and then and, they never, like, bust the windows open. Yeah, like, I would be rolling that <laughs> shit. But, like, why even stop there? Like, you could just drive by. It's not like her dad would see her and be like, hey, how come you didn't stop at the crime scene or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> but I do love this shot from, like, inside the car like this. Mm. 
But I always thought this was funny too because like like he can't smell the smoke yeah oh it, especially after they're hotboxing that shit and they smoke like a whole half a joint. It's funny. But uh, when I always watch this movie, because like the gag is like they pull up and the the alarms going off at the hardware store and all that kind of thing. Like I always th- they say like oh it was a couple of kids you know they just stole a couple of Halloween masks and a couple of knives whatever. Like, I always assumed that that was, like, Michael that did it. But, like, this last time I was like, that could have been Michael. Because he has his mask, like, in the beginning of the movie oh, in the morning. Yeah. And, it'd be, and it'd be like, there's no way that alarm would be going off for, like, eight hours while she was in school. You know I what I mean? I think that's a blooper. You think so? Yeah, because the things that he says it it's that they took it, is, like, the stuff that he uses to kill, no? Well, it's like, he, well, he says a couple masks, uh... Or maybe maybe he says a mask. I know he says a couple knives. There's Michael back there. Everybody always says this is funny that he's checking traffic. But I'm like... Well, is that going to drive into Yeah, he's it? not going to fucking drive... But I, I love this shot, though, where he drives behind Loomis, and Loomis is just like, doesn't yeah. even know it. Yeah. But yeah, but but he says some rope, too, but he never used any rope, I don't think, on anybody. Did any... Well, yeah. Like, they say well, they stole some masks, some knives. And rope. Well, how was the one dude hanging that, like, when she opened the door and he was hanging... Upside down. I don't know. I think well, just that guy just, just in guessing. the closet. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, like I always thought that was Michael who did that. But I'm like, if there was no alarm, I could explain, understand it. Like, oh, yeah. like you know, just they just figured out that somebody broke in like later or whatever, yeah. or like maybe they were closed that day. But yeah, like I don't think that was Michael. I think that was just some prank bullshit going on. Because like Michael stole all his shit way early, but um. Yeah, like, I would say that this was, like, the scene that looked, like, the most different to me in terms of, like, the 4K, like, showing, like, the true visuals. Like, you can tell, like, shot to shot, like, the lighting's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, you can tell the film side. Like, it's not in a bad way, but, but like, this is, like, to me, I mean, always any version of the movie, too. Like, I feel like the scene where they're driving, see, like, this shot, yeah, like, yeah. it looks really, like, homemade right here. Mm-hmm. But, um... Like, this looks like a fucking Grindhouse movie right here. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, this pretty much was, to be fair. But, like, like that shot, you could tell they probably used, like, a, a different camera it's or like something. super rough. Yeah, it never really looked that bad in the other versions. But, um... I like how all of a sudden it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that earlier when we watched the film. I was like, dang, it sure got dark fast. They must have driven for, like, two hours. <laughs> well, yeah, like, they make it seem like this... I mean, in, I mean, in real life, this is like you know a real city is Pasadena, but they're supposed to be in Haddonfield, Illinois, is a small fictional town, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like they like they drove all around to get to their babysitting jobs, and they're babysitting like right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Like if anything, you think they would have like just walked to wherever. Like to me, that's that's always like the classic Halloween house right there. <laughs> Because, like, the iconic shot of when the kid looks out later. Sees him standing next to the house. Oh, my gosh. See, and, like, like, that is, like, my favorite part of the new one that they just did or whatever, like, was the scene where they kind of, like, ripped this off where they just show him walking through the neighborhood while trick-or-treating is going on. So we see how he's just, like, nobody ever notices him, you know, aside from, like, when he's standing, like, right in front of them or whatever. But, you, like, you see him just, like, watching and stuff. Mm, he's hiding behind the tree. Yeah. Like, I like how, like, human he kind of is in this one. Like, I love him part two. He's, like, a he's like a Terminator part two. But <laughs> I, I, like, I like part one, Michael, obviously, the best. Because, like, 
he's actually like he shows some like I won't say emotion, but he's like he has human traits. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I always thought it was interesting that they gave him the nickname of the shape because mm-hmm. he kind of just like is always lurking around there and stuff. And, like, I think that's the thing that's different about him than, like, all the other, like, movie killers, you know? Yeah, here's where he says nobody's lived there since 1963. Yeah. Everybody thinks it's haunted. <laughs> they may be right. Yeah. Which is funny, because I feel like it... I mean, maybe back then it would be such a big thing, but I feel like now people just wouldn't care. They would just sell a house. <laughs> people would forget about it. And one thing I wanted to say, because this is a very low-budget movie. Like, I always heard it cost, like, around 300000 But, um, the way they changed the house from, like, the previous one. And I can't remember which way they had to go, if they had to, like, sh- dirty it up or if they had to restore it or what. But, like, they did an amazing job of, like, making the house, like, from the way it looked in the beginning where it looked clean and, yeah. like, you know, normal. So now, like, it looks like a shithole and everything. So, like, you kind of get a glimpse of, like, what he's like. Like, the insanity of Michael Myers. when How, like, they mention that, oh, there's a dog there. Like, they're trying to basically say that that's what he was eating. Like, yeah. a dog. Like, a raw dog. Yeah, Luma says he got... It's funny, too, because the sheriff is like, oh, maybe a skunk got to... I was like, is... I, was like I don't know much about skunks. <laughs> But can a skunk really kill a dog? Like, it's crazy. Yeah, and he says, like... Yeah, Luma says he got hungry. So, like, imagine he's just, like, tearing meat off of a Mm -hmm. dead dog or whatever. So, it's like, you get the idea of, like, how insane he is, you know? Like, how psychologically messed up he is. Well, also, too, I think... I think this is a good time to kind of talk about this. Is, like... Is Mike, bam, the Ugh. the shot that scares all cats right there. Um, it's kind of like, like, the interesting thing about Michael Myers is, like, what is he, like, what compels him, and, like, what Loomis says to him about, like, you know, he always could tell, like, from his eyes he was pure evil and stuff, like, mm-hmm. like, is Michael Myers, like, a crazy person? Like, like the Rob Zombie version obviously would would posit that he's like a, a, you know, abused, mentally unstable, you know, mm-hmm. ch- you know, childhood trauma type thing. But this movie is always just like he just snapped and did that, and then he never talked again. Like he was, a, he's complete, you know, uh, what do you call it, a mute or whatever, mm-hmm. for all these years. And then he comes alive for this night to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, this version has more of a supernatural. And a light supernatural take to it, just in terms of saying he's evil. Because yeah. I know the supernatural gets a little bit more crazier in the next, in the following movies. But um, whereas the Rob Zombie ones are more psychological, that it's a normal person, just they're like psychologically messed up or whatever. Not normal person, but yeah. they're abnormal, I should say. But they're still human and they just are damaged. Yeah. So, like, I always took it that, like, he was this normal kid. Like, like I never really... This is just, like, my interpretation of the story. Because, like, for years, like, I really only watched this one. Mm. Um, I, like, I kind of, like, believe, like, the fact that he was, like, literally... Because the thing happened on Halloween and stuff. And there was no really, like, previous, you know, reason for you to think there was anything wrong with him or whatever. The way they set it up. 
I think he was like a normal kid. Like, I don't think he was like a bad seed or anything. Mm. I think he was a normal kid that something possessed. And then, like, I think once it possessed him that one time, like, the real Michael Myers, like, never came back. Like, I think, I think the reason he sat there and never said anything, because I think he, like, had no soul left and just, like, literally something, whatever possessed him the first time came back into him, you know, for, to, you know, because it's like, who would really sit there for 15 years, like, not saying a word, not doing anything, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like... Well, like, I always like... Like, I, he's always my favorite horror character because I always take it as a psychological situation where just, you know, sometimes people just snap something. Like, he saw the sister and how the guy was, like, they were messing around on the couch and stuff. And, like, I mean, we never really get an idea of what the kid was like before that moment. Like, we don't know, you know, if he was a bad kid. We don't know if he, like... We don't know anything, you know, like, about him before, prior to those moment, that moment of seeing him outside, the, you know, well, not seeing him outside the house, but his view from outside the house, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, like, because honestly, like, the way that you were saying, like, he's, like, um, you know, following his prey and all that mm-hmm. in the older scenes, I mean, he did the same thing with his sister yeah. at the beginning, so he was, like, following her, like, prey, and so, I don't know, it's hard to tell. Like, to me, I see it as just all psychological, and the only way that the doctor knows how to describe it is just because it's just so, he's so far gone that he just, the only way he knows how to explain it is that it's evil, you know? Yeah, and then, like, that shot oh there. Oh, God. Like, um, yeah, and, like, they, the movie spends a lot of time talking about the boogeyman and stuff, and yeah. is he the boogeyman and all that, and Loomis even says, because at the end she's like, was that the boogeyman, and he says, yeah, I think that was. It's like, and also, too, like, the ending, like, you never know, like, like that's what I love about the ambiguity of the ending, is, like, you never know if, if he's really the boogeyman and he survived getting shot, or if he just, like, got up and walked a few feet and then, like, collapse you know what i mean yeah and like like obviously sequels were like no he just gets shot a hundred times and not feel anything but um but i think that's the thing of like those are like kind of small details that like if you think too much about it you're not getting into the sense of the movie you know like if you think like oh like okay he falls out the window we know he's lying on the ground outside like and then they they go they go away from the shot and then they go back to it and he's gone. It's like oh like you're just supposed to be like what happened you know yeah you're not supposed to be like what happened did he get up and oh I think he might have fallen down like a few steps away like yeah. it gets into like thinking too much because that's not what the point of the movie is you know like yeah. the movie is to be scary and like keep you wondering like oh what was that you know kind of thing yeah. so I think it gets to a point with some movies especially like you know, simple horror movies of, like, you know, you can start thinking too much into it to where it's, like, uh, it's not, you don't need to do that. <laughs> you know, it's, like, the movie is what it is, and, like, it's just scary, you know? Yeah. And that's what makes it what, you know, what it is, is that he never dies, you know? It just, and who knows why, he just never does, and that's scary as fuck, <laughs> you know? Well, I, I kind of <laughs> always thought that thing, too, of, like, yeah, here he kills a second dog. <laughs> the big German Shepherd or whatever it was oh, comes after him. I wonder how they did that. Yeah, just like he just collapses. But, um, 
I always kind of had the feeling, too, that, like, if you shot Michael Myers, like, not on Halloween, that he would, like, die like a normal person. <laughs> yeah. But that, like, Halloween, like, he's he unstoppable. the power of Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know, a lot of people don't like the, whatever it is. Howard part- Hawks. Yeah, Howard Hawks. <laughs> the, what's funny, too, that it's, like, the thing, like, and, like, no way John Carpenter would have known when he put this in here that, like, he'd be remaking the thing, like, four or five years later. <laughs> but, um... I was going to say, too, about the movies that they show. Mm-hmm. It's weird because, like, for it being, like, a Halloween night, like, my first thought isn't to watch. I mean, I guess the, well, I don't know. I don't really know what the thing is about or how it, what it is. But they seem like they're only just watching, like, sci-fi movies. Yeah. Like, they're not really, like, scary movies. <laughs> but I, but in all honesty, though, like, at that point in time, I think that's kind of, like, all there was. Like That's other, what was scary. Well, yeah, it's, like, other than, like, I don't think they... I mean, obviously, somebody out there is going to be whatever. Prove me wrong. But, like, I don't think they made, like, horror, horror movies. Like, the way this is just a straight-up horror movie. But they had, like, the the old-timey ones, like Dracula and Frankenstein and The Mummy and all that. Yeah, but there was, like... I don't know if they could show it in this movie, but... Yeah, I mean, there's probably the right thing, too. But, I mean, like, they didn't really, like... I don't know, like, like everything was, like, like mostly, like, there was way more, like, alien creature sci-fi yeah. horror. Like, there really, they're, like, other than, like, Psycho, like, there really wasn't, like, you know, just, like, oh, we're gonna create this movie just to off people, you know what yeah. I mean? It was always about, like, some creature or something. Yeah. I always like these scenes, um, where she goes to do the laundry and shit, like, I always... Like, even though, like, nothing actually ever ends up happening in this little <laughs> laundry room. Yeah. Like, I always, like, start to feel, like, the tension ramp up here because, like, she's in such, like, an enclosed space. Like, if he were to come in there, she'd yeah, be fucked. Yeah, she's, like, super vulnerable. I never understood this either, how she locked herself in from, like, the outside or whatever, like... Well, she didn't do it, he did. But, like, how would you lock it from the outside? Like, I thought he put something on there. No, because the little girl just comes in and, like... Oh, she unlocks yeah. it. yeah. She's like, you locked yourself in, bro. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But like, I like how they play with you. Like they show, they show him like, like, I mean, he's like right there and he just like ducks out of the way or wherever he went. I know. Like, how did he just disappear out of her sight? She looked at it. Then she used like half a box of Tide on like one pair of pants. Yeah. Like the wind like blew it shut. I thought he had done it. I thought it was already closed. I guess it's just an old rickety door that got stuck. Yeah. Some kind of weird locking. But it's, like, weird, uh... Like, I remember a friend's house, like, the like in the basement. It wasn't really a basement because it went to, like, outside, but it was, like... There were, there was, like, key locks on the inside and outside. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, why would you do this? Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. To me, like, the... Like, how you have to go out in the dark. To be, oh, my gosh. To do laundry. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. You have to go out to the dark. And the fact that she's out there in the dark, she didn't even turn any lights on or anything. Yeah. just like, oh my god. And I like how they do, like, the quick shots like that, too. Like, if you were just sitting there chomping your popcorn, not paying attention, like, you might not even, like, <laughs> notice him sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I am, like, in our own house here, like, literally the garage door exit to the outside, to the trash cans, is mm. two steps away. Mm. And I am, like, creeped the fuck out to go outside because of animals. I hear yeah. animals crawling around outside all the time. So, like, if I had to do that, like, when she she's... I mean, first of all, I wouldn't be doing laundry at night anyways. I know she's only doing it because this was the only she clothes she had. She but, spilled the butter yeah, or whatever. 
So that's not her house, but like her, like the little kid, I would be like, I'm, I'm out of here. Sorry. Like, See, like, she's outside. She's not coming back till I don't know when. <laughs> like that shot of the little girl, like running back to her. They always look like a movie, like from the sixties or something. <laughs> yeah. You locked yourself in. It's like, well, how come you're not locked in right now? You just jiggled the handle is all you did. She's it's funny how she like her butt sticking up in there. <laughs> I thought it was funny too that they had like an extra fridge out there too. But uh, I guess that's uh, the old school, you know, yeah. California style to have like a little bungalow outside with laundry shit, storage, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like it's interesting how this scene is just super like innocent and like nothing bad happens. Yeah, because like I like I think that's like from the original concept of the movie. The original concept of the movie was... Um, and here, too. Like, they're just walking and nothing happens. Like, you just keep They're, like, frolicking. Something's gonna happen. Like, when they go to run in to get to the phone, they're like, wee! Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, originally it was, like, the concept of this, I think even before, like, John Carpenter came involved, was somebody was like, oh, like, like what's something every, every like, kid, you know, can relate to? is like, oh, having a babysitter or whatever. So, like... Originally, like, the concept of the movie started um, with the title of The Babysitter Murders. Mm-hmm. So, like, the like even though, like... You, like This we, movie? Yeah, this movie. Really? Yeah. And then, oh like... Oh, my gosh. And, like, it didn't even have, like, a Halloween theme to How it. How weird. Yeah, The Babysitter Murders. <laughs> and it's, like, you know, uh, John Carpenter, like, came and, you know, got involved in, like, when they actually wrote the script. But I think this is, like, all the... The leftover from that concept is, like, you have to show, like, just the scenes of, like, the babysitting going on, you know? Yeah. I like it, though, because it really creates, like, the relationships of the people. Like, yeah. the, the girls, the kids. Like, and then it shows how, like, the, you know, the way the kids are thinking. Like, the little boy, how she's like, what's a... He, he asks her, asks Lori, yeah. like, what's a boogeyman and all that stuff. And, like... Yeah, I think it all adds to it. <laughs> well, also, also too, it's like because I watched uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Three Three D the other night, mm. and I, I like that movie. And I actually, e- even though a lot of people claim like that's one of the worst casts, like they don't like the characters or whatever. <laughs> like I, I thought they were good. Like I liked them, but but at the same time, it's like just the way the movie's done. Like you always feel like those people are about to get killed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like this, like just the scene of like. Mm. of her and the little girl talking oh and God, stuff they just walked right by yeah like like you know you're watching a horror movie and that's someone gonna kill but you don't like instantly think like everybody's gonna die right before they die you know what i mean well i think probably that scene with the laundry room and them going outside like that's really the only time where you just keep expecting something's gonna happen yeah it never really does right yeah there. but it still it has those moments of creepiness because you see them in the background everywhere you know and yeah. it's just like you think he's gonna do something? Like he's just watching. I mean, he no. clearly had the opportunity. Yeah. But I think that's what. It's like I'd rather see see it done in that style than the way stuff is now, where like 
there's nothing and they're just waiting for you, yeah. waiting for you, waiting for you. And then they pop up and make a loud noise. Yeah. It's like, I'd rather see like the floating head in the background yeah. and it, no noise, no like, yeah. you know, nothing. Just because just the visual of him being in the background is just like, oh, fuck, like what's about to happen? Well, the, they, they do those scenes in movies now still like where the thing is like lurking in the background. But then they always change the music to be like, yeah. it's just like, it's like, okay, beat me over the head with it whatever yeah i just like it when it's just there and it's like yeah. oh my gosh because i think it's not just about oh what's happening to the character in the movie but i think it kind of makes you like there's so many moments when you yourself are like in a dark situation or something and you don't have the lights on and you feel like you think something's behind you you yeah. know so it's like i think that's what makes it scary too is that it's relatable you know that something might actually be there <laughs> there's another like great soul scene so she goes to get in the car and uh it, the door is locked and she's like oh yeah i don't have the keys with me so she goes all the way in yeah. to get the keys and like this is like another scary moment where you're expecting something to happen mm-hmm. like this house is just creepy inside mm-hmm. but um but then when she goes back to the car like the door like it's, it's like she don't even think about it she just opens up the door and it's all mm-hmm. it's unlocked yeah and, like, obviously he's when in the it backseat. was locked the first time yeah and I always thought this little song she sings is, like, so weird because, like, it's so obvious to me, you know? Oh, I never noticed that thing back there that says the 31st. It's, yeah. like, a, it's like a calendar clock type yeah. thing almost. Yeah, she gets and in it's all fogged up. all fogged up. Which, like, I want to point out that we're 53 minutes into this and, like, we haven't seen anybody die on screen since his sister in the beginning. Nah. So they spent, like, a legit 50 minutes... Just building tension. Die. I yeah. want her to die. <laughs> I don't. She's. I mean, obviously, besides Jamie Lee Curtis, she's like my favorite character in the movie. No, go do it. <laughs> no, don't kill her. Do oh. it, do it. <laughs> I think it's pretty good acting too. How she kind of gets bug-eyed and shit when she's getting choked yeah. out. Yes. And then, like, you can't really see what happens, but then he brings the knife up and like slashes, but then there's like no blood, like. <laughs> Like, I always, like, assumed he slit her throat, but, like, not really. Yeah. He must have just, like, cut, like, the back of her neck, side <laughs> of her neck. Like, I get, well, maybe her jugular vein a little bit on the side. <laughs> That's it. I don't want to put anybody else to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, th- like, that's when I, when, like, whenever I watch the movie and enjoying it and the characters and everything, and then I'm, like, when I see that happen, and, like, then I'm, like, oh, shit's on now. Yeah. Like main that's people basically are yeah that's basically the start of the uh, insanity <laughs> and then the, like again this is like the genius of like you know John Carpenter everything <laughs> he's like, like yeah <laughs> like he gets up and he's and, you know he, like I love the scene where he's just like hiding in the he's the blind <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then like in a second he'll look out and see the boogeyman across the street like I like I just love that that like like, Michael Myers, like, isn't really hiding at all. Like, he's just in plain sight at all times. Uh, yeah, oh he God. sees her carrying, uh... I always want to call her Nancy Loomis, but I think that's her real name. Yeah. I think her name is Linda in the movie. Yeah. But see, like, like that's, like, horror. Like, that long, faraway shot where you just see somebody carrying a mm. corpse. Like, that's... 
And that's another thing, too, that it's like, you know, there's a lot of times when you hear a noise outside of your house or your apartment or wherever you live. So you, like, peek out the window. Yeah. Like, you see some shit going you on. You're like, what's happening? Yeah. Like, you think yeah. something weird is going on. <laughs> and it may or may not be. <laughs> like, there's so many times, like, I peep out the, the window there when I'm in bed and, like, just onto the lawn and expect to see somebody, like, walking across it. Yeah, I'm always afraid to look out because I'm like, I'm going to see something I don't want to see <laughs> Well, like, uh, I mean, this is an unrelated thing, but it's a great example <laughs> of what we're talking about is um, the way um, uh, Wes Craven came up with Freddy Krueger mm. was, like, he was in bed one night as a kid, and, like he, like, he said, like, they lived in an apartment building, and, then, like, he thought he heard something outside, so, like, he looked out, and there was, like, a man out there in a hat. Oh, my gosh. And, and that the guy just looked straight up at him oh and was God. looking at him. And, like, you know, he got scared. Yeah. And, like, you know, he got under the covers oh, and shit. <laughs> and, the, and then fucking, like, he, like, I don't think he saw him, but, like, he, like, the guy came to, like, their front door and was, like, pulling on the door trying to get into their apartment oh and shit. Oh, my gosh. And just, like, the way he, like, the guy looked and shit, like, it, 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 like he said it was, like, the most scared he's, like, ever been in his life. Oh, my God. And he said, like, you know, it might have been just, like, an old drunk or whatever, like, just trying to play a trick on a kid or whatever. But it's, like, it's, like, imagine if that guy was really a killer or whatever. This part was funny. <laughs> Get your ass away from yeah. there. <laughs> but see, that I like that, too, that they bring back the little schoolyard bullies, yeah. you know, on Halloween night. Yeah. Loomis scares them away. He goes, Lonnie, get your ass out of there. He says it's so funny. I know. And then his face afterwards where he's like, yeah. yeah. He laughs. He had fun with it. Yeah, this is where the sheriff starts um, doubting him. Because, I mean, they really have no proof. But then, like, what's fucked up, too, is, like, we know, but he doesn't know that his daughter, like, just got killed five minutes ago. I know. I know. That's why, like, when we watched it, just, when we just watched it, I, like, I had to ask you, like, that was his daughter, wasn't it? Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> well, like, I wish they would have included him more, but, like, one thing that's cool about part two is, like, like, they go back to the house, like, in the beginning, like, they pull her body out, and, like, he goes and sees her. Ugh. And, like, like it's, like, really, like, a good dramatic movie. And, like, they, Rob Zombie actually kind of created, recreated that, too, with uh, Daniel Harris and uh, Brad Dourif and his Halloweens. But, like, yeah, and then, like, they kind of just, like, write his character out, you know, to be, like, you know. You're too involved. <laughs> yeah, just, like, you know, he's dealing with it and the other cops are taking care of all the shit that night. But, um, mm-hmm. but, yeah, but and it's kind of fucked up, too, that they got her to come back just to play a corpse, like, years later. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, and here's where, like, the party really continues. <laughs> she, she makes me laugh because she's just, like, constantly, like, oh, like, prop drinking prop beer. <laughs> I know. And, like, also, too, it's, like, um, this is always famous, too, like, this role, like, the boyfriend Bob or whatever, because one of the guys I auditioned for it was Dennis Quaid. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which, like, I, I mean, I'm kind of like, I mean, with this type of role, who knows? Like, because it's not like this guy's anybody, like, famous, but yeah. he just must have auditioned better than Dennis Quaid did. <laughs> and it's, what it's weird, too, that when, like, I didn't know that for years, and I found that out, I was like, this guy totally seems like a Dennis Quaid type, <laughs> like, you know, when he's young. There's a, there's, there's. And they just leave the door Yeah, open. like, like, talk about the 1950s bliss of uh, leaving <laughs> shit unlocked and nobody, whatever. Just, yeah, whisking her out of the thing. So now the lights are off. Yeah. On the outside. Michael Myers is taking it over as his house. 
And the one thing too that I that she always says, oh, it's totally this. It's totally yeah, that. Totally. Everything is totally. <laughs> like even though they were trying to like set it in like Illinois or whatever, like it's this California all the way. <laughs> well, yeah, she's totally like the five years <laughs> early totally? version of yeah Valley Girl. Like. <laughs> I would just say California Girl. <laughs> and I think it's funny too that they took they um. They have this whole plan of like, oh, we're going to go up and because they expect the, uh, what's her name to be in there with the little girl. So yeah. they're like, distract her. Then we'll run up to the stairs to a bedroom. But like, as soon as they come in and nobody's there, like right oh that second, God. they're like, well, let's just start boning on this couch. See, like, out this is open. kind of a recreation of the scene from the beginning when he's like yeah. watching the sister and the guy. And like I said to me, at least she kind of looks like the sister in the yeah. face and the hair. Yeah. This is where they... Their big jack o' lantern or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I always remember this part where the little girl's like, "Let's make more popcorn." And she's like, "No, we had enough. Let's watch TV." And they're like, "Okay." <laughs> like these kids are totally like not a problem at all. I like, know they go along with whatever. That's what I like about yeah. it. It's like sometimes kids are good. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't really remember like acting up too much. You would I'm... never know that now, and like you would think kids are just yeah. little fuckers all day, every day. Like, if they made this movie now, they'd have to have the kids be the ones who outsmart Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. Say some sassy they'd shit. They'd be too. the ones that would save the day. Yeah. Oh, she was going to have a movie night. Yeah. Then the phone rings. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. Yeah, we're having windy nights. Windy autumn yeah. nights, too. So, we might be getting a little... Uh, Raspy choking. I feel like that's always happening when we record this one. <laughs> Wendy nights have me a blast. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but uh, like, like, what was your relationship? Because like, I was really surprised how much you you've been into Michael Myers over the years, and like, I really don't really know why. Like, like, what was your relationship to Halloween or just Michael Myers in general? Like, how did like how long ago did you start watching the movies, or how did you get into it as an adult? But, like, I mean, that's really it. Like, I just started getting into a lot of psychological stuff because it's what I was studying or it's what I studied, you know, in college and stuff. And so, like, there came a time where, like, all of a sudden, like, all the horror characters, like, they became, like, pop culture icons. Like, they they were, like, starting to get put on t-shirts and, like, everybody was starting to, like, you know, idolize them, basically, and, like... Yeah, it turned them into pop culture icons. So, like, it was really, I don't know, like, around that time. I mean, I never, ever in my life would consider watching a horror movie on my own. Like, I would never do that. So, I mean, I would say really honestly, since I met you and I knew you is when I really actually sat down and watched horror movies. (laughs) Like, I know, because, I mean... I never really watched them when I was younger because I couldn't handle it. Like, there's the supposed infamous story of my sister taking me to go see one instead of seeing the Care Bears movie when I was little. Yeah. And my mom claims that I got traumatized from that and I I couldn't sleep and I was having nightmares. And I couldn't remember. We figured out which one it was. I think it was Friday the 13th Part 5. Yeah, because it came around. It it came came out out like a week. When the Care Bears came out. Yeah, when the Care Bears came out. So, like... I mean, that's pretty much where it was when I was little, and then, 
obviously, like, you know, people always knew about Freddy Krueger when I was little. And, like, just here and there, like, you know, when I was around my cousins and stuff, people trying to scare each other and all that. And But even then, it was, like, more, like, the other kind of scary things, like Bloody Mary and... Hmm. We actually had one in the projects called a guy that people would scare each other with called Chester the Molester. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that like supposedly you... would, like, knock on doors and, like, try yes. and, like, molest the kids and stuff. It's like Candyman. So I had, like, yeah, and Candyman was another one. I remember yeah. I we did have a sleepover um, when I was in middle school. It was just us girls. And we rented that movie and, like, we were watching yeah. it. So, like... I mean, really, I think that's that I can actively think of. Those are the only times that I ever really sat and watched horror movies, and they were none by choice. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I think just when we started doing, like, how we would start going through all the franchises and we would sit down, I think we've only really done Halloween, right? Didn't yeah. we start? I thought we started another one. I can't remember. Pretty much just, just on Halloween. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to do Psycho. Yeah. But, like, yeah, like, I I really, just since knowing you, like, that I've sat down and actually watched them, because you had them, yeah. I never, I've never owned st- horror movies. When did you start, like, a Michael Myers, though? Just, like, when we started watching them together, and, like, yeah. I realized, like, we were talking about earlier, like, I, I always saw this one as more of, like, a psychological murderer kind of guy and since that's like my you know oh here's another one yeah and like also too like how they said the knives are stolen from the whatever hardware store it's like he only uses kitchen knives so i always thought he just got the knives out of the houses he was in yeah he totally nails the guy like to the the it's like the same knife that he used to kill when he his sister yeah (laughs) he's like he always uses that like well, what do they yeah. call it? They always call it a something type of knife. Not butcher knife, but maybe it is. No, I think the butcher ones are those rectangular shaped blades yeah. with the hole in it. Carving I, see, one. I like this. Like, just little things like that. Like, he's kind of looking. To me, that's yeah. like a psychological thing where he's like looking at his kill, you know? And like, yeah. it's kind of, he's curious about it and like... So, like, I mean, really, I think, honestly, I could legit say it was probably just when I started watching him with you, and I yeah. started realizing that it was more of, like, he, him versus, like, Freddy Krueger. I mean, that's, like, yeah. a dream thing, and, like, it's more kind of fantasy, you know? Yeah. And then Jason is, like, there's, like, no nothing really to that that I know of. I've never watched all those either. Yeah. I don't even think I've seen the first one, unless we've watched it together. Uh, I don't, but think, I don't so. think so. Yeah, so it's like I don't really know the story of that, but from what I Friday, get, Friday Thirteenth is like the most shameless. Like, <laughs> like they just the story and everything changes movie to movie. But like, from what I get, it's just like him and something about his mom and the lake, yeah. and I don't know. Like, there doesn't really seem to be much to that one. Yeah. And then, what else is there? I think those are it. The major ones, right? As far as, like, the serial killer kind of... Yeah, as far as serial killers, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, none of, like, those two don't really do it for me. So, like, this one. And then I just love how cool he is because he's, like, he just is, like, he gets the people, he kills them, and then he just walks away. (laughs) And it's just, like, damn. Like, how do you 
face something like that. Yeah. You know, like as a character in the movie, he's formidable. Like you, yeah. he doesn't die. You can't kill him. You can't fight back. That's fucking scary to me. That is like quintessential horror. Well, Here's really, the next one. <laughs> really in this one, like because nobody's like really expecting all this shit to be going on. Yeah, everybody's so naive in a way. Yeah, um, he's really just outsmarting people oh in this one. I gotta say, this scene with the ghost thing, though, like, yeah. I thought it was kind of silly, because the fact that he put that on, and then the glasses, too, like, yeah. I always thought it was a little out of out of place, but, I mean, whatever. I mean, it's <laughs> definitely not with the, you know, the way they would characterize him later on. Yeah. Uh, he's, like, more mean, whatever, whereas, yeah. like, this one, he just more, he just does whatever. Yeah. Like, oh he's, my, just, he's just, he's just a weirdo. Now he's on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he's just, like, a weirdo in this one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, I don't... I mean, because obviously this came out when I was, like, an infant or whatever. Like, I don't really have, like, two, like, whatever memories about part one and two. Like, like I think they were all, like, on TV and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, like, I kind of remember part three more when I was a kid. Because that came out, I was probably, like, about five or six when that came on TV. I think I saw three on TV. But, like, the first one I really, like, saw that was, like, conscious, like, oh, we're going to go see this was, you know, um, part four when that came out. I remember going to see that in the theaters. And then I saw, you know, since part four, I've seen them all in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, I caught up. But it wasn't it wasn't really, like, I didn't really get into this movie until, like, this special edition, like, two-tape Anchor Bay version came out. And it came with, like, a little keychain and all this bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I want to say that was probably, like, around the time of, like, probably around the 20th anniversary or so. Mm -hmm. And, like, once I had that tape, like, I watched this movie, like, all the time. So, Mm -hmm. probably since 1998, I probably watched this movie, like, 20 times. And and then the DVD came out that I was talking about earlier. And, like, I I used to watch that DVD all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's just, um, it's weird because it's, like, I'm a fan of the whole series, and, like, I enjoy watching the individual movies for different reasons, but it's, like, I really like part three as well, because I like that they did something different with it. Yeah. But, uh, it's weird. It's, like, I really like Halloween, and I had the Halloween 2 VHS even back in the day, just, like, the regular version of it, because I was, like, oh, you know, they're supposed to all take place in the same night, but it's it's really hard to, like, I enjoy watching Halloween 2, and sometimes I'm in the mood to put on Halloween 2, but it's such a different movie than this one. Yeah. Like, I can't do that thing where you just watch them back-to-back yeah. and pretend like it's a big movie, because yeah. it's like, as much as Part 2 visually looks like this, kind of, like, they mimic they the style. different. Yeah, they feel different, because yeah. the story's different. I know what you mean. And Michael acts completely different. That's like, why, I, to me, like, that's why I started off the show saying, like, this is the best one, because it's like, like I said, it's just like a standalone to me. Like, I don't... I know there's, like, a giant franchise about it, but it's, like, it's, this is just the quintessential one, you know? Like, you can't, it's just, nothing is gonna be like it, you know? There's, like, just so many moments, and again, maybe it's just because I watched this movie a million times, but, like, even, like, this scene to me is so memorable. Like, where she's, like, like, you feel like she's so, like, exposed and vulnerable just because she's, like, walking out in the street looking at the house, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're kind of like, oh, shit, like, like, I mean, it is one of those, like, don't, don't go out there, you know? But I think, too, what's intriguing about it is that she's being so brave, like, yeah. she is, like, she's being cautious, 
But her character is so, like, willing to face what's, you know, what's going yeah. on. But in, not in a stupid, dumb way, you yeah. know, the way everybody runs into the murderer's arms now. Like, it's just, she's genuinely curious, like, what's going on, you know? Like, those are her friends. She wants to know what's happening. She tried calling, nothing, no answer. Yeah. It's like she she's also trying to figure out what's wrong, you know? And it's like, I think that's what's intriguing about it, too, is that, it, the situation is dealt with like normal. It's not dealt with over dramatic, like you know. Yeah. The she's her characters and like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and like panicking and like you know. Yeah. So I think that's what makes it interesting too. Is just that everything is so normal. Like it, you're she's reacting the way you would probably normally. You know, if you were in a weird situation like that. Yeah. And so it's easy to kind of see yourself in that kind of situation as a viewer i always thought it was kind of weird too like how she puts the little girl to bed over at the other people's house like like what's going to happen when these parents come home like the one people like i mean assuming michael myers isn't running around murdering people just like in the the logic of the girls like aren't those people going to be like what the fuck is the neighbor's kid doing here sleeping you know what i mean no because it seems like they know each other i mean they live across the street yeah but it's like it's like the Tommy Doyle's mom and dad left Jamie Lee in charge of him. Yeah. And then those other people left uh, Linda in charge of, uh, I'm blanking, Lindsay. Yeah. So it's just like, where's my kid? It's like, why am I paying yeah, you? It's like, Halloween night. Yeah. And, yeah, I get that. But I could see, too, that they'd be close. They parents probably know each other. and It seems like one of those kinds of neighborhoods where they, you know, they know each other. I guess other. it's just a more innocent time, too. Yeah, that's the way I see it. I wish it was like that. I mean, I'm sure, too, the plan was that her boyfriend was going to come over, bone her, and then she was going to go over and retrieve her. Yeah. You know, wake her, probably wake her up and bring her back over to her house. The plan wasn't for... Well, I really, I don't even think... Well, yeah, I guess they did say something about having the little girl go over there or something. Because, well, when, when Jamie Lee, like, had to get up from watching the movie and answer the phone, that's when she asked her what time should I put her to bed or whatever, you know? And I guess, too, they could always just carry her across the street. Yeah. <laughs> like, if she was still asleep. Yeah, I think it just kind of was not as abnormal a thing back then to do something like that. Because it was yeah. more of a real neighborhood where everybody knew each other and it was fine. And I like to see, like, to me, like, this is all you really need in a horror movie. You know, a good horror movie that's done well is, like, there's no, like, 30-minute chase through the woods and shit. It's just, she just goes into this empty house and is, like you know looking for everybody yeah. and it's like slow and she's waiting and it's dead quiet and like to me this is this is, uh, speaks more volumes to you know yeah that's i think that's just really part of why i love this i i prefer this series because it's like you're just not expecting anything magical to happen. You're just you just know that this scary guy is around, you know, like he's murdering people, you know. Yeah. So it's like to me that's the scariest cuz like you know how I say to me that how I always say like to me the scariest thing that exists in the real world is humans. So yeah. it's like this is like that, you know, like it's a guy in a mask, like that's scary as fuck, you know. <laughs> one thing I like about part six, The Curse of Michael Myers, and I, I get a lot of people don't like that one because it introduced all this weird shit about a cult that's yeah. like following Michael and all that yeah. kind of shit. 
But I do like how, like, he spends a majority of that movie in that one house, like, hiding and killing people as they come in. Yeah. It kind of reminds me more of this, you know? I like this part, like... Yeah. What he did with the tombstone and all that. Yeah, he he lays her body out yeah. to, uh, to underneath the tombstone. It's like, like he's, yeah. It's like he's recreating. It's like you're saying, like, it looks like the sister. Yeah. Although, although that's actually the other one, the one that oh, they showed. Oh, that's right, that's right. But yeah, like, it totally is, like, he made, like, a little... I think they made, like, a snow globe of that or something, or a toy set or something. I remember <laughs> oh seeing gosh. that years ago. <laughs> Jesus. And this is also the thing that, like... Because I know Black Christmas came out, and there are some similarities between Black Christmas oh. and this. Oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> that really... That legit just scared me. <laughs> just the bi- guy's body swinging down. <laughs> yeah, was, I, I have no clue what he's hanging from there. Oh, my God. And then her, the PJ Soul's naked, half-naked body, I guess, in the wardrobe. With her eyeballs up in her head. Yeah. I, I, okay, okay. That's so, good acting right so there. So, right here... She's so scared. This... Right here, this shot coming up. Mm-hmm. Where he's in the darkness. And his the, face. The light comes money up. Money shot. Just this is the money shot of this movie. Fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh and my then god. the stunt. And this is, all, this is when the chasing starts and it, shit gets yeah. real. Oh my gosh. I always oh like this gosh. shot where he's standing at the top yeah. of the steps. Like they make t-shirts all the time with that. But it's so cool. <laughs> And now it's like she knows she's on her own. She's by herself. She's on her own. She just saw everybody's dead. Yeah. So it's like that moment where you're just kind of like, all right, it's just time to survive. Try to survive. I like how shadowy this house is, too. Like, there's bright, like, moonlight coming in, but it's still shadowy. Yeah, there's still one more she's got to find. Yeah. Right? Well, no, that's it. That's it. She gets out of the house. I thought there was a guy in the closet behind her. No, that's everybody. Yeah, there's no both her friends and the guy. Yeah, that guy was up there. But I like this too, where like when she came through, I think when she came through a second ago, it wasn't like that. But yeah, he puts the rake so nobody can come (laughs) out the door. That's funny. His arm was still in there. Yeah, (laughs) he's like, I'm here. (laughs) I was like, that's how she breaks it. Oh my god, he's coming at her so fast. And I don't know. It's just like these these houses and stuff. Like it's just the perfect environment for this to be going on. Like it does feel like the suburbs next door, but these houses are like just old enough. I mean, they're old style compared to like you know us sitting here in twenty twenty. But even as a kid, remember watching this? There's something that just seemed kind of like like literally American Gothic about this. This part is so fucked up. It like totally goes against what I, I was just saying about community and wanting to help each other. When she's banging on the door and they turn on the light she's and saying, they're like, help me. "Yeah," they're like, "No." I mean, they see it's just her. It's a girl. It's like yeah. it's not like she's like a fucking half naked or something. And it's not like back then where everybody was like hopped up on meth and shit the way they are now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when my mom had that happen a couple months ago. It really was a fucking somebody out of their mind Ugh. and shit. Oh my gosh, this boy. Oh, find the keys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting nervous. <laughs> oh my god. The way, and they, yeah, just the long shot of him coming. <sighs> and then, then they showed the little boy, and he's like, what, huh? And he's going all slow. He's like eyes. waking oh, up. Oh like, my god. Oh, I like that too, how she throws the, the fucking that, one. See, that's what I mean. There's a difference of this movie. Well, I'm just, we're watching this one, so I'm saying this one. But this movie, the way she's handling things... Versus the way they handle things in current horror movies. Yeah. 
they do the stupidest things now. And I think that's what makes this scarier because it's so relatable. It's like, yeah, if yeah. you're like trying to fucking get in, you're going to grab something to fucking throw up there, you know? Like, now it would just be her going, ah, ah, I know, screaming, screaming at the door, screaming at the door, banging at the door, not doing anything else to try and help herself. It just. I, that's why I love this movie. <laughs> Because it's just like, well, also, they handle everything the way you normally, a person probably normally would. Also, too, like, I love that, you know, because when she first, like, gets in and slams the door, you think, okay, she's safe. Like, you yeah, know. Yeah, and then like, this. Like, he's going to have to at least break in. But then as soon as she realizes that, like, the window was open the yeah. whole time, it's like, oh, shit. Oh, that's a good shot. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The shape. Oh! I always remember this part too as a kid when That's he takes cool. this the crochet needle or whatever knitting needle Ugh. in the neck. And then he just died. <laughs> yeah, I like the way he drops there. Oh my gosh, though, this part. She takes the knife. Well, she's like creeping over to look at him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'd be like, fuck this shit. <laughs> I just run out. <laughs> I don't need to see you. Bye. <laughs> I mean, I gotta say, I mean, you know, yeah. obviously I think just about everybody will agree Jamie Lee Curtis is a good actress, but I mean, this being like really. And, like, I love her other movies. Like, I bought all her other horror movies, like Terror Train and Prom Night. But, and also, too, because this is just a better movie, let's be honest. Like, her acting is so good in this. That's a good shot. Yeah. I always like that shadowy shot of her on the couch. With the lighting, yeah. Yeah. Don't rest now, lady. You better. <laughs> yeah, she always thinks he's dead when she fucks him up. Because you think he would be. Yeah. That's what's scary about it. Like, she fucking stabbed him in the neck with the thing. Like, you'd think he'd be down, but then he's not. And, like, that's what makes it scary. That's what makes Michael Myers scary. You can't fucking kill him. Yeah. That's why I like it. I always like this, too, when they're, like, come up with their plan of, like... You know, now they know for sure he's here because he found the car. And he's like, you go around the back of the houses. Yeah. And <clears throat> but, like... That house is all toilet papered up in the background there. It's not spider webs? No, it's, like, mm, toilet paper and shit. But, like, that's... Because, like, see it hanging there. Oh, yeah. But, like, that's the thing. Like, everybody's first instinct is to handle him like he's a man. Yeah. You know? But it's like, you could sit here and try and shoot him, stab him, do all this stuff, but it doesn't work. And that, to me, that's what makes it, like, so scary. Like, just when you think you're safe, you're still not, and you never will be. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, there's just something that's so great about Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie, too. Like, yeah. like that's who, if you were, like, a little kid or whatever, like, that's who you would want. You care about Protecting her. you, Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my gosh and then this moment with the little boy when the kids when they see him yeah oh my god the kid's like he looks Ooh. over oh my god i know <laughs> like isn't it crazy that like i mean oh my we god. didn't talk about it but i think everybody knows about the william shatner mask paint of white and stuff mm. michael myers mask but like there's something about it like when you see it it's so classic it's like seeing frankenstein or something like you know what this i mean this is like, like a box huh because the whole thing moves yeah it's just one of those, uh, you're talking about the closet or Yeah. Whatever? Yeah, it's just like one of those, like, those, like, what do you call them, like, bendy doors that, like, slide open. No, but it looks like the, even the back of the closet is moving. Like, they're filming it in a box so the camera person could be there. Oh. But that guy, oh, maybe it's just the camera be. moving. I think it was just the camera yeah, moving. I guess that's what it is. But, yeah. Oh, my God. But this is And then, like, this, like, yeah, like, oh, my gosh. Like, they would always show clips of this on shit when I was a kid. <laughs> It's just like, 
this is it. There's nowhere else for her to go. Like, what's going to happen to her, you know? Like, you're just kind of like, oh, my God. You're, like, on the edge of your seat, feeling the way she is. (laughs) All intense. (laughs) But, I mean, like, this movie really did change horror. Because, I mean, they made Friday the 13th as a direct ripoff, you know, trying to pick out another holiday. And then then all the Christmas slashers came. And then, you know, Freddy Krueger, like, came later. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was cool, the way he made the light turn on. Yeah. Like, see his creepy hand trying to reach in there. Like, his hand gets stuck in it, and yeah. it turns it on. And uh, I like, you know, and they re- yeah. they recreate it kind of, like, in the sequels, but, like, oh, you know. God. Like, his movements, how he's all, like, always, like, kind of oh, animalistic. take that, fucker. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's doing anything she can to survive. Like, I fucking love that. Yeah. Using all these tools and shit. And yeah, oh, it's it's the it's the prototype for you know what they call the final girl later on. Yeah. That one tough girl that always survives the movie. But like, I never feel like that happens in new movies though. No. I never feel like the girls are. I mean, yeah, girls because it's usually girls. I never feel like they do anything because they're trying to survive. You know, like they just put a chair in the way so he they think like to block him or what? put stuff in the way of the door to block it. Like I never feel like they're. Like, fighting back with shit. Well, I'll be honest. When I watch new movies, and it comes down to, like, the killer monster versus the last whatever girl, I'm like, this fucking monster does not have a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Some some female sassiness is going to kick in. (laughs) It's like, again, she thinks he's dead because she poked him in the eye. I know. Well, she got him with a knife. Oh, yeah, she, st- she, got she stabs him in the chest, yeah, the hanger, yeah. and then he drops the knife, and then she stabs up at him, which, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. No, this... Oh, my God, the way she's, like, standing with her back to him, I'm I like, know. what are you doing? <laughs> oh, my Telling God. him to like, run down the street and get help and all this. Oh, my God. <sighs> and I love it, too, like, the movie really kicks in the high gear, too, like, when the kids run out of this house just fucking screaming. I know, like, ah! I know. And then Lewis sees him, he's like, what? Oh, yeah. That's where he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. The Undertaker right yeah. there. That's where that came from. Like, again, like, like just, I mean, I'm not saying, like, you can <laughs> just, like, yeah, dream up a classic every time you want to make a cheap horror movie. But, like, like th- this movie being, like, becoming so iconic, it wasn't an accident. There really was those great moments that they yeah. thought of. Like, like they weren't just like, okay, have them kill somebody, move on to the next scene. It is genuinely a good, um, a good film. Like, made Dude. good. Like, interesting shit happens all yeah. throughout it. She still oh doesn't realize. God. Oh my god. <laughs> She's still... Oh no. Yeah. He's... Go, goes to choke her. Uh, and this is where the mask comes up and you see the guy. Yeah. And the makeup's good though too because oh, like yeah. they totally fuck up the uh, guy's eyelid or whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think he puts dang. the mask right back on too. But you notice he doesn't shoot him until after he puts the mask back on. Yeah. I always wonder if that's purposeful. Ugh. I like how he just totally empties the whole clip. Yep. Bam. And I love the shot of him laying on the ground. It's just that white mask when the the moonlight, you know, hits it, like, the way it lights up. It's just, like, that's what's so cool about him. Oh, poor thing. I know. 
Really was the boogeyman. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and the way Donald Pleasant. I mean, Donald Pleasant's awesome too. He's like, as a matter of fact, I think it was. Yeah. Oh my god. She's like, oh fuck this. And shit. I looked. <laughs> I know, and, like, I love how this movie ends with just these two people traumatized by, like, what happened, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, of course, he looks, and he's, he's gone. Like, oh, yeah. What happened to you? We don't know. Where, where did he go? He's like, oh, my God, like, this fucker's unstoppable. <laughs> She's mm. crying. Yeah. She's like, oh, it's kind of weird that she reacts like that, though, because it's like as if she saw he was gone herself. Yeah. I think she's just having her breakdown. Meanwhile, he's marching back up the steps. To come I know. Him. That's what I was going to say. Like, what if he's coming back? I like this part. Yeah, I, lo- I love how it ends with showing, like, all, like, the Ugh. the areas where shit happened. And him breathing. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the sound of the mask. That's another thing, too, that's iconic, I think, to this movie. I don't think anybody did it before. It was the sound of the mask breathing. Yeah. yeah. That became such a thing. Well, you're, then that shot of the, the house across the street is awesome. Yeah. Then back to his original house. Just John Carpenter is a genius. Like, oh, man. Yeah. <sighs> Stressed out again. And we just saw it a couple of days ago. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, every time we watch this, it's like, this is the first time I'm watching it. <laughs> so, you guys all got to hear what it's like watching these movies with me. Yeah. And you'll probably either be really annoyed or be scared too with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like seeing your uh your what you know, reactions and stuff. I know you always say that and I'm like, Oh, I don't know, like I can tell like I mean I don't do it I did it out loud this time because we're recording, but like yeah. I generally kinda do it like, Oh my god, like I just whisper it to myself a lot of the times or whatever. I start like getting all antsy and shuffling around and moving in my chair because I'm like, oh my god, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, it's good. Like, it makes me feel that way. Like, those are gen- genuine emotions. Like, I feel nervous with like the stuff that's happening in the movie, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what that's, makes it good. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole reason why they make them, you know? <laughs> but yeah, I just, man, it's like such a. Like, and, like, for a long time, I can't remember what eventually beat it, but for a long time, this was, like, the highest grossing independent movie. Um, uh, also, too, Don't Fear the Reaper. Like, great <laughs> use of this song in the movie earlier on when they were driving around. I was going to say, when did they use that? Yeah. I remember it. It was when they were driving around smoking the weed or mm-hmm. whatever. But, yeah, I just, there's, this movie's just so iconic. I mean, there's a million factoids and whatever, but you, <laughs> you guys already know that shit. You know, it's just always good. Like, this movie, like, literally never gets old. Like, I wouldn't say I watch it every Halloween, but I, I'd say I watch it every two or three Halloweens or something. Sometimes, like, not even Halloween. Sometimes I'll just get into the movies and kind of rewatch them and stuff. But, uh, yeah, like, I love Michael Myers. Um, I don't know, like, like, with the new ones that they're making or whatever, like, I just don't... They I don't, feel different. Yeah, I don't know if you can really recapture, like, the magic that they had back then, like... I think what the problem is with those two, though, is that they try... It's like how I was describing this one, where it's simple, it's basic, 
the situation is what it is, and all you're doing is seeing the characters trying to escape from it. Yeah. Whereas, like, now, it's like they're trying to give it more heart and story yeah. and, like, trying to relate well, her to him and well, it, trying to like, make you care. And yeah. They're trying too hard. Like, it's just kind of like, just make a movie about those two and, like, a situation. If you must have her in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because apparently that's the thing that they keep doing. That, that's another thing, too, is, like, I mean, I love Jamie Lee Curtis then, now, whatever, but it's, like... I feel like the, you know, it, like, they're literally doing it for the third time now, like, mm. you know, because there's the original thing, and then there's the part two that says the brother and sister, then there's H2O, which ignores all the previous movies, no. because, like, the little girl and the ones are supposed to be her daughter or whatever, yeah. and but then they say, so it's like, this is, like, the third version they're on, it's just like, we've had enough of, like, Michael Myers and her, it's just like... Wasn't there this these ones that are they're doing now supposed to be a trilogy or something? I mean, they're making it a trilogy, but yeah. I mean that's just because they are making money. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, so it's like, so it's like you could watch this one and part two as a certain. Oh, okay. This one, part two, and then H two O as a certain continuity. Yeah. And then you can watch this one. Halloween, because that's all it's called, 2018, Halloween. Mm, so yeah. you can watch Halloween and Halloween, and then Halloween Kills and Halloween Murders, or whatever, all yeah. that, Halloween Ends, whatever they're called now. So that's, like, a different continuity. Then there's, like, the third continuity with, like, you know, like, what happened in the stories with the little girl, like, yeah. that were supposed to be her daughter, but they never, whatever. Yeah. So it's just, like, like, I just want to see Michael Myers be the boogie. Like, I want them to make a movie where, like, He's just the boogeyman of the town, and, like, yeah. he just comes back to kill random people, you mm. know? But for some reason, they just can't make interesting stories like no. that. It just, it's not <laughs> possible. I mean, that's kind of like when these new ones that are, like, Jamie Lee's coming back, I'm like, why? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I get it. It's, you know, the whole nostalgia thing. They're trying to do the whole, like, they keep doing that yeah. with franchises and bringing the original characters back, but... Which I guess is fine, but they they gotta do it right and smart. Yeah. Like there's a I don't know I couldn't tell you how to do it because I no. I don't know, but a writer has to like come up with a good way to make use of ha make it worth that actor coming back and yeah, us you know enjoying it because like it's awkward to me like yeah. that one that we like the last one when we saw it like I wanted to like it but. It's forced. Well, like, I have a problem, too, with, like, like H2, H2O, she's, like, the whatever teacher, whatever she was, principal at a private school, and she's, yeah. she's trying to hide her drinking problem, yeah. and the, the son is like, oh, like, I want to have fun on Halloween weekend, and she's like, no, no John, yeah. you know what Halloween means, yeah. and then you have the new ones where it's like, she's not a drunk. But she's but also she's crazy. But she's crazy. Some old, <laughs> some long white hair. I'm like, can't we just locks herself away in this house? Yeah, like, can't uh, we just see like a Laurie Strode that like look like is like a normal mom? Yeah, like you know, having a fun life, like a you know, a good like she like, moved on from it. Like, yeah. not to say like oh, she, like the it never happened, but yeah, you know, she's moved on from it, yeah. and so. And, and part of, like, part of her moving on was she got strong. Yeah. And not in a, like, 
I can do this strength kind of way, but she literally, she got strong again, like this first one. Well, like, yeah, I, I just rather kind of see, like, okay, she's the normal mom or whatever. I guess at this point, maybe she'd be like a grandma or something. But, like, she's like the normal, like your normal grandma or whatever. And then, like, she's normal. And then she sees Michael Myers is back. And then that's when, like, all the shit hits her instead of being yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and like then she, she has, like, a PTSD reaction. Yeah. Instead yeah. of just being like, she was just crazy for 48 years. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. kind of like, it, people go, oh, but that's just so interesting. I'm like, it's really not, though, because, like, because yeah. you're, like, I'd rather see the character, like, go through the change, yeah. not not be like, oh, this is how they are. Like, yeah, that's a good idea, too. I actually wouldn't mind, too, if they did some, not like an exact remake, but if they did like a similar story of her now older yeah, and like how she was taking care of the two kids in this one. Mm -hmm. Like if she did kind of a similar thing where she was taking care of like two grandkids or something. And yeah. Like go, kind of going through similar things and like. That'd be awesome. Having yeah. like, I don't know what kind of people, I guess if she had friends or something, I could introduce friends that she has now. Yeah. As an older person, getting killed like the way her other friends did, you know, yeah. like that would be kind of cool to be like a full circle kind of story yeah. to just end everything. <laughs> like yeah. Halloween ends, <laughs> that's yeah. it. This is the last one, <laughs> and it have it be you know kind of similar to the first one, but not an exact remake. Obviously, you want to do it, you know, yeah. to for like what exists now, but. I think that would be kind of cool, actually. I would be satisfied with that kind of ending. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I like. I don't know. Maybe it's because like what they do with Star Wars too, but like, it's not always like the automatic. You have to do it this way that your hero of the the early movie is like. Fucking I was trying not to bring traumatic. That, that uh, franchise. Yeah. <laughs> well, I kept wanting to say it, but I didn't want to. <laughs> but they. But I feel like. Like I like I feel like uh, not that it was a great movie or anything. Like I never even watched it all the way through. But like when they made like the old Indiana Jones movie with like Shia LaBeouf, mm. like he was just like being like, "Oh, I'm getting old" or whatever. But he was like still Indiana Jones. He wasn't like I'm I'm in a house scared. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. He was still adventurous Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, what can you do? So this was the greatest, most awesomest, yeah. greatest ever of all history and mankind of Halloween movies. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like... And not just Halloween franchise, of Halloween period. Oh, <laughs> the <yeah>. holiday. <laughs> well, I really like the, um, you know, the concept that they wanted to do. Because, like, I mean, John Carper moved on to... Like, this is a movie that, because it was hit, really launched his career and he could go do other stuff he wanted to do. But, like, when they're like, oh, you have to do sequels and write them, produce them. Like, I liked his idea of, like, what he did with Halloween 3. Like, they just wanted to do a Halloween movie, like, every, you know, whenever, every couple of years. That was, like, a different story. Yeah. I wish that idea kind of could have worked. Um, I mean, you could always, like, brought Michael Myers back for, like, a, like one more, like, later on. But, like, mm -hmm. just in general, because it's, like... It's like, yeah, because, like, the Michael Myers thing, like, as much as we love to see him in all the movies and stuff, it's like, man, they had to work so hard to make the stories, like, <laughs> like you know what I'm talking about? Like, just, yeah. like, have him keep surviving yeah. and keep, like, because, like, his eyes get blown up. Well, he gets shot in both eyeballs in part two, but yet somehow he can see in part four again. It's just, like... I don't know, but yeah. But that's when the supernatural stuff starts to kick in yeah. more, and it's like, okay, this guy isn't just human, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's why I say, like, to me, the first one, 
is the best one because yeah. it's just. But but you know what I'm saying like like I don't mean. yeah I don't dislike the sequels like I like them as movies under themselves but it's like it's like man it has to be <laughs> like like the story has to turn into like complete nonsense yeah. just to keep going you know what I'm saying those are the fun to watch just for the sake of yeah. watching like you know yeah a fun movie kind of thing but yeah it's not something where I really kind of like you know, take seriously as part of the yeah. the lore of Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wish they would do more, like, like part six, like I said, because, like, even though people didn't like that particular story, at least they were finding up ways to come up with new characters. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. new characters for him to have a story. Yeah. Like, they bring back the little boy, and Paul Rudd plays them and stuff, but but all the other characters were new. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so... um. You know, there was supposed to be a Halloween movie come out this Halloween. I know. And I actually was looking forward to that one. I was curious yeah. to see what they were going to do. I was really because, like, I wasn't, like, exactly blown away with the last one, but I was curious, like, okay, like, what could they do next? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I was curious about it. I mean, it's the same thing with Saw. Like, I don't care. Saw and The Purge, like, I don't yeah. care what it's going to be about. I'm just always excited when I hear there's going to be a new one because <laughs> I just want to yeah. see it, you know, like... Those, these three franchises, those, like, Halloween, Saw, and The Purge, I will watch it. I don't care. I don't, like, I don't, I don't want to know what it's about in advance. I don't care what anybody says about it, any critiques or whatever. I will watch it no matter what. Take my money. (laughs) And if I don't like it after I watch it, whatever. I was, I watched it anyways. I don't care. I'm not going to be mad. I love, I love the concept of each franchise, so I'm going to support it, you know, like, that's I'm gonna support what I like. So, what uh, before we go? Uh, since this is our last episode before Halloween, if somebody was doing um, a Halloween like night marathon of three or four movies, whatever, like obviously you got to watch this one. <laughs> but what's another mo- Halloween like movie based around Halloween that you would probably recommend to people? Based on Halloween. Yeah, like you know that happens oh, on trick a- or treat. Yeah. 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 I figured you'd say that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, there's no... Mo- oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. That one, definitely. Uh, I can't think of any other ones that are based around Halloween. Yeah, there's some. Like, the one I would recommend is Night of the Demons. Because mm. uh, it takes place on Halloween, and they have the Halloween party in the uh, Haunted Mansion. Oh, okay. And that's when they get possessed by the demons. Yeah. So I think that one's good. Because, like... Because, like, they show all the build-up of, like, you know, when they're getting ready to go to the party. And everybody's in costumes, too. So that, you know, keeps with the theme. But they show, like, the trick-or-treating a little bit. And they show, like, going to the store to get the beer and all that kind of shit. Aren't there two movies called Trick-or-Treat? Yeah, there's Trick or Treat. Which uh, you could recommend that one, too. Because that actually takes place on Halloween, too. But it's actually a heavy metal horror. Yeah. The uh, singer guy dies, but he comes back. Yeah. Uh, well, that's not the one I'm talking no. about. I'm talking about the one with the with, pumpkin head Sam. With Sam, yeah. <laughs> that's the one I'm talking about. But but trick or treat, technically, like when the the dead whatever guy, and we we covered that on the show too. Like the dead guy, like the rocker guy, like he does like his concert like on Halloween night where he's like you know, like I don't know what he's killing everybody and shit. <laughs> yeah. But like like like. That one's just more like a ghost story than anything. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 basically, like every time people play his music, like mm-hmm. you know, like shit happens and people yeah. die, and then like he comes back, like, like, like back to life for real, like all burned up. It was kind of like they're trying to do like a Freddy Krueger type thing. It's it's pretty mm-hmm. good though. Um, 
But yeah, I would say trick or treat. And, trick or treat. Yeah, trick or treat. <laughs> but that, but honestly, that's why, like, if you ever wonder why they, that's why they called it that because that movie, that other movie came already out. Already had that title. Yeah, yeah, they were trying to, you know, make it a little bit different. But I mean, that's really how you say it, trick or treat. Yeah. You know, so, just the yeah. R. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like that one with Pumpkinhead Sam. Yeah, and like, I was trying to watch <laughs> the remake of Night of the Demons, like, whatever, but like, that one. I don't know. It's not the remake's not the same because like the original one's more spooky because it's like whatever six or seven kids going to a haunted house like to try and have a party. Whereas like the remake, they're like they redo it. Where like like in the original one, it's like this goth girl Angela is like oh like we gotta go to the whatever mansion. Whereas like in this in the remake, they're like Angela's like a rave promoter <laughs> who needs money and holds oh a God. holds a holds a party in a, in an old mansion. Where she charges everybody 20 bucks to get in. You know what I mean? And then, like, the cops come and, like, raid it and everybody runs out. And it's kind of like, it doesn't have the same, like, you know, that that creepy, spooky feeling. Isn't that one um, movie that came out not too long ago about that traveling, like, carnival or whatever it is? The one that you liked? Um, I thought that one was also a Halloween-based movie. Which Uh, one? I'm blanking. I think it has like a one word title and it's the one where, where like the big um, theme park comes. Oh yeah, like um oh, shit, I know the I know movie but I, <laughs> I have the, I have Hell, the Hellfest. Yeah. yeah. Isn't yeah. that Halloween? I guess it is. It's not, like I don't think it's specifically like oh this is Halloween night although oh, it could okay. be wrong. It's just more like for the you know the Halloween season they open the yeah. park or whatever. That's right. Yeah, I like that one. I was probably going to rewatch that one again this week. I don't that one's like I don't know why, but I can't handle that one. Well, you know what's weird it's about weird. that? It was I really recommend that movie to people because I don't think a lot of people saw it. It came out it, yeah. like it's it's good in some ways and bad in the other. The bad thing is like the killer, like he doesn't really have like that interesting of a costume, and the actual kills when he does kill people, like they're not that interesting. Like he kind of just stabs them and they die. Mm. But the whole rest of the movie, like with the atmosphere, the 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 Hellfest theme yeah. park, and the way he's just constantly watching them the yeah. whole time, like like that's the thing that's cool. Like you know, I it has a good like, atmosphere. I mean, you know, like I always tell you, like I don't do the haunted mazes and stuff yeah. at theme parks. <laughs> yeah. So I think like that. I remember when I did do well. I did Queen Mary. Um, yeah, the Queen Mary. Yeah. Like, the scariest shit you could possibly which do. Which I don't understand. I, I don't understand that like, because like, you won't go to like the theme park that has mazes but you'll go to the actual place that has real ghosts. I didn't go <laughs> I didn't go there by choice. I just went because I was like I didn't yeah. want to look like a dummy like a lame person in front of my friends in high school. But that was the only reason why I went to that and after that I never wanted to go to another one again. Yeah. But um, I think that's why I can't watch that Hellfest movie. I feel uncomfortable when it I watch it. You of that. Yeah, like yeah. It, like just right now thinking of it, I'm getting like the weird anxiety in my chest of like going through that. Well, you know what's crazy when I looked it up about Hellfest because like when you look at it, it does seem like a little off, like a little weird. But it seems like they're in like a Knott's Berry Farm type theme park. Yeah, it, they actually like faked it up it actually they shot it at a water park oh really yeah but like there's so much like that's funny big decorations and yeah. shit and, and, the, and like they they get on actual rides like yeah. carnival style rides so like you really can't tell it when you watch yeah. it that's funny but i love the scene in hellfest where the girl's in the bathroom and like the guy's like trying to get in whatever mm. like like i thought that scene was really good yeah 
I think I don't. I can't think of any of the Halloween themed ones. Um, I know there's like a couple like of the more recent, like the last twenty years. Like there's a bunch that I haven't seen yet that are on. Um, can't remember. There was one called like Satan's Little Helper or something. I don't even know if Pumpkinhead is 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 Halloween themed. To be honest with you. <laughs> But anyway, there's a lot of good ones. I'm sure the the listeners are screaming like, "You're forgetting this one. I know, You're forgetting that I know. one." But I think we made like the main ones. Yeah, probably. like the main <laughs> or ones, or at least the most known ones, most famous. Yeah. But yeah, so thank you for joining us for Halloween. I, I hope you guys don't think it's like too much old hat or like, why did we cover this? Because it's a movie everybody's heard of. But like in all honesty, it's like. How could you not have a? How could you have a podcast dedicated to old movies and not talk about Halloween? You know what I mean? Well, see, I'm looking up like like Halloween movies, and they're naming all these things like Exorcist, Rocky yeah. Horror Picture Show. Yeah, those have nothing to do with. I guess Halloween. Nightmare Before Christmas, but that's more Christmas. But like, yeah, it's kind of ending though. Halloween's ending when yeah. the movie begins. You know what I mean? Hocus Pocus. Yeah, Hocus Pocus. I mean, that's more a family one, but I do love. Ghostbusters don't take place on Halloween. <laughs> That's what they're having on here. I mean, you might as well just throw in E.T. because there's a scene of them trick-or-treating while you're at it. <laughs> hey, that is a Halloween movie. <laughs> it takes place around Halloween. Paranorman. Yeah, it's Paranorman. mostly cartoons. Yeah. Scream, Carrie. Yeah. I don't know. That's cheating. It's big-time cheating. <laughs> oh, like, uh, um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark mm-hmm. is the new one. And then Goosebumps 2, I know, Goosebumps 2, oh, yeah. Haunted Halloween, took place on Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. So those are more recent ones. I guess they're kind of more family-friendly ones, but they're still pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah, so everybody, thanks for joining us. I hope you guys are as big of Michael Myers fans as we are. We <laughs> love his movies. We love his work. We wish he would come and kill some more people. Michael Myers is my hero. He's your hero. <laughs> yeah. I think he's a great slasher icon. <laughs> Anyway, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Happy Halloween. Until next time, we'll see you again here soon in the movie graveyard.